This episode is brought to you by 7 Weeks to Radical Self-Trust, my new group coaching program designed to help you to develop a consistent practice of purposeful actions rooted in your capacity for steadfast self-awareness and self-loyalty. Through the program, you'll develop self-knowledge and skills that will lead to an alignment of values with actions, clarity of direction and peace with decision-making, increased self-confidence and self-acceptance, magnetism, energized focus, and meaningful productivity. Learn more and register for the next offering of 7 Weeks to Radical Self-Trust at katielinder.work rst. You're listening to LifeWork Q&A, episode 127. Welcome to LifeWork Q&A, where I answer a listener question each week and provide resources and guidance to help you take your life and work to the next level. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I want to tackle a question that I get pretty frequently, and that is, how often should you be updating your professional website? And this is actually maybe a more complicated question than you might think, because there are different aspects of the website that you might want to be updating. And so I want to cover some of the different ways to think about this and offer my own recommendations based on what I do and also what we do for our website clients. So the first thing that may or may not be good to hear is that there are some areas of your website that do need really frequent updating. And this is stuff that's happening behind the scenes. Um, In particular, if you're using like on WordPress, for example, a theme or you have plugins, those will have pretty frequent updates in the same way that any of like the apps on your phone have updates that you need to run. And it's really important to run those updates when they come through for security reasons, because oftentimes those updates include um, security-related changes to make sure that people cannot um, do anything bad to your website. They can't kind of like hack into your website through these plugins or through these different um, themes that you might be using. And I know WordPress the most, um, and so I know that there are different... um, lots of different ways that people can kind of mess with your website if you don't have these things updated. So um, that is something that I would say we're definitely looking at all the websites we run um, weekly, if not more frequently, to make sure that those things are being updated um, when they need to be. Now, the nice thing about WordPress, at least on the back end, is that it does kind of give you a heads up when those things have updates, and you can just go in and run them. And it's kind of almost like an automated thing with that platform, so it's not super difficult to do. But just like any other updates on your computer, you don't want to leave it for a long time where you have lots of updates that you need to run. The main thing that I think people mean, though, when they're asking about how frequently they should update their websites are two other areas. One is content updates, and the second is aesthetic updates. So in terms of content updates, one of the things that I really recommend is trying to build out the content of your site in such a way that it doesn't require frequent updating. Now, on my professional website, I have to go in pretty frequently and update things of like dates of different programs that I offer and things along those lines. But I've tried to have certain pages where the content is relatively static. I might go in every six to 12 months and kind of do a review of that content to see if it is still what I want it to be. But in general, I'm not going in, you know, on a weekly basis or a monthly basis and updating that content. 
Now, the area where this is usually a most frequent issue, especially for academics and higher education professionals, is making sure that if you're linking a CV to your professional website or resume, that that is kept up to date. And the trick that I use for that, um, especially so I don't have to go in and keep updating the actual link to those things, is I create a folder in Dropbox that is basically my most recent CV folder. And I try to update my CV on a monthly basis. Um, I typically have enough going on through like conference presentations or webinar presentations or um, other talks that I'm giving or publications that are coming out that I do need to be updating that CV pretty frequently or I'm just going to lose track of things. And so what I do is I keep a running kind of save as file of all the versions of my CV for a particular year. And when the year is over, I'll kind of collapse it all into an archive folder. But I take the most recent version, I create a PDF of it, and I move it into that most recent CV folder. So I I never have to change the link to that folder on my website, but I know that I'm updating the document that is within that folder so that whenever someone clicks on that link, they're always going to get the most recent document of my CV that I've updated. Now, this also works really well for things like headshots, bio statements, anything that you know you're going to be updating on a relatively consistent basis. You can create a folder of those documents and put that link to the folder on your website. And then really, you're just switching things in and out of a folder rather than constantly switching links on the website. And and you don't have to worry about whether or not those things are up to date. So um, in terms of other content, some people will want to include on their professional website like upcoming conferences that they're attending and things along those lines. But unless you have ways of automating that with your calendar through some kind of plug-in feature or something like that, and you're kind of hand updating that um, or manually updating that, I would say you want to be careful about putting that kind of stuff on your website because you do have to remember to go in and update it. Now, a good example of this on my own site is I have an episode guide for all of my podcasts. And because I publish three to four different episodes every week, I'm not going in every two days and updating that episode guide. Now, maybe I should be, but I just, I'll, I often forget. I don't have the time. And what really triggers me to update that is I pull from that episode guide for my monthly newsletter. So at the very least, every month, I'm going in and kind of cleaning up that episode guide and making sure it, all the recent episodes are on there. Um, but those are the kinds of things that you can choose to set up or not on your website because it will require you to go in and, and make pretty frequent updates to make sure that everything on your site is really clear and up to date. Now, I probably don't need to go into why it's important to have updated content on your website, but particularly for people who might visit and who are strangers to you or your content, obviously you'd want to give them kind of the best impression of having up-to-date information so that they know that that's a really relevant place to find out content or information about you and the work that you're doing. Um, And so I try really hard to have updated content on my website so that when people go there, they know that this is kind of an active space that I'm using to share about my work and my professional life. Okay, so um, that leads us to the aesthetic updates of your website. And if you've been following me on my website for a couple of years now, you know it's undergone some pretty significant changes. And um, when I first kind of relaunched my professional website in the summer of 2016, 
I would say it's gone through at least four or five pretty major um, aesthetic shifts since that point. And part of that is admittedly because I like to play with website design. So um, I happen to go in and kind of um, play around with different themes. I use a theme called Divi pretty exclusively now. And when Divi has new things that come out, you know, I like to play with that. Um, And I get some of that play through working on client websites, um, but I also really like to always be looking at my own site to see how I want to update it and make it really clear what it is that I do and, and what's important to me. So I would say an aesthetic update review should happen every six to 12 months or so. And I typically do mine on the shorter side. It's typically every six months. Um, And that may or may not include actually adding new content pages to my site, because as I offer a new product or service, I will frequently create a web page for that and link it on my site. And a good example of that is the recent page I added for my seven weeks to Radical Self-Trust group coaching program. But what I would include in that aesthetic update review is look, first of all, at the structure of the site and whether or not the menu structure is still working for you. And if people can still navigate relatively easily to the main things they're going to want to find when they're coming to your site. If you've added content over time, it may be that you need to redo that structure. And a good example of that is I used to keep my books, my podcasts, my webinars, a lot of my projects on one page. And I kept it as like a main um, navigation page where people could then kind of go out to a bunch of different other areas. I have since changed my navigation to have one page on my site just for books and one page on my site just for podcasts. And I've really tried to separate some of those things out as I've gotten more things in each area. It's made more sense to give them their own space. So you'll want to look first at that structure to make sure that the site is still working for you in terms of where you have put things and the amount of priority that you've given things in terms of the space and the scale on your site. Then you'll want to look at things like the theme. Um, So if you are using something like WordPress or um, even something like Squarespace, you're going to have certain templates or themes. And you'll want to look at things like, um, does it need to be updated in terms of just looking contemporary. Um, Sometimes you can use a theme um, a couple years back and then it just looks kind of dated and you'll want to update that. Uh, You'll also want to look at things like color, like font choice. You'll want to check your headshots and other images to make sure they still feel kind of contemporary and fresh. And you'll also want to look at things like your homepage to make sure that's still really representative of who you are and what you do. A lot of people on their homepage will put some kind of bio statement and headshot, and you'll just want to make sure that that bio statement is really still making sense and it's still highlighting the things that are most important to you. So those are just a few things to consider with your website updates. Um, But I think that, as you can hear, some things are going to be more frequent than others. And the best way that I've found to do this is definitely put a marker on your calendar just to kind of trigger you to remember to take a look at this stuff. But I've also found, because I'm in and out of my website so much, that 
after a while, like I'll just start to notice something that is kind of bothering me or I don't like it as much and I, I know it needs a refresh. And then um, when I do one of my creative retreats, like I did this past December, I had definitely scheduled into that creative retreat some website updates of what I wanted to do for my own site, in addition to some of the work that I was doing on client sites as well. So in some ways, I treat my own website like I would a client site, and I look at it in the same way so that I can be updating it and keeping it as fresh as I would for a client. So I welcome your questions about website updates. You can always tweet to me at katie double underscore linder. You can email me at contact at katielinder.work or you can connect with me on Instagram at katie underscore linder. And I doubt you would want to write me a letter about your website, but you could definitely do that. You can address it to Katie Linder, P.O. Box 1621 in Albany, Oregon, 97321. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. LifeWork Q&A is part of the Radical Self-Trust podcast channel, a collection of content dedicated to helping you seek self-knowledge, nurture your superpowers, playfully experiment, live your core values with intention, practice loving kindness toward yourself and others, and settle into your life's purpose. Learn more about the RST channel and access show notes and transcripts for each episode at katielinder.work podcasts. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider rating and or reviewing the show in iTunes.